0: Welcome to another episode of the Fashion Grunge Podcast. I'm Lauren.
1: I'm Joy. Hi.
0: I mean, I don't know why I'm super sunny because mm. this is backtrack. So we're going back in time again, which is really fun. The last time we went back in time was for Troop Beverly Hills. So... Yeah now very different very very different uh we're talking the kind of cult classic infamous christian f from 1981 the german film shockingly enough i posted this on instagram like getting ready to do this on you know patreon coming up and tons of likes this film is one of those things that i think i learned about on the internet because i saw a lot of film stills and I think for a while I thought it was like a shoot or something like I, I don't think I knew that it was from a film and then I think later on I learned it was from a film and I rented it when Netflix was disc only and they had it and that's how I saw it so it was like early 2000s but yeah I didn't know about this at all in the 90s um so this is this is a super heavy one if you don't know what it's about it's about a literal child getting addicted to heroin in Berlin in like the mid seventies and like her journey through David Bowie uh, music, which is also really cool that there's essentially a David Bowie soundtrack. It's um, so cool.
1: Yeah. But, I mean, that aspect of it is cool, but yeah,
0: yeah. That aspect of it is cool, but it's also kind of a documentary because this is based on a memoir, which is true to what was happening in West Berlin at the time at this, spe- like, specific train station, the Bonofsou, so, yeah, it's nuts. But what about you, Jai? What are your, like, this is, yeah, what's your impression? This is your first, first-time watch.
1: Yeah, I mean, which I'm still really shocked about, and we're just talking about yeah. that. I don't know how I missed this film, because it's totally, like, the stuff that I'm in, not, I can't say I'm into drugs, but, like, stories like this i am always like really interested to watch you know especially when they're like uh like real life stories Mm -hmm. and and it's german and i did watch just like you with uh netflix we had that but it was called lovefilm.com in the uk and then you could like you had a subscription, and they were seeing you like three DVDs per month, or four, or five. You know, mm-hmm. so that's how I watch a lot of independent films because we didn't have. I mean, I guess you could stream, but I. They had like a really insane catalog at the time of like in, this, in like films and international, as well. So, yeah, I I really don't know how I missed this. Yeah, never heard of it and until you mentioned it and then yeah it's uh totally insane i don't i don't know how that's possible but and also like i'm like i love berlin like i have been like many times and i love um no i can't say the history but i find it really fascinating like the history of germany and like it's obviously changed a lot since the you know 40s and even like the 80s as well Mm because that was like a it's like before the wall came down so i yeah i i do have like a fascination for like not for that specifically but um it's a really like creative um an avant-garde place it's a lot of art and it's like almost like the opposite of what it used to be nowadays Do you know what i mean Oh. that's what i find fascinating like berlin i haven't really spent time in any other part of germany but berlin is just like a really cool city and yeah cool. uh, so yeah i'm always cool like happy to watch movies or stories about that happen in berlin or about germany in general
0: it's really cool too. I have a lot of not a lot, but a kind of core set of contributors on Fashion Grunge that are from Berlin. And there are two series. There was one short film that I believe is still on Instagram. I don't think it's on like their Vimeo page anymore, but it's still on Instagram. And then there's another series that is actually directly inspired by this film. And there, these are like. Uh, german photographers so mm-hmm. this still has an impact on society today which oh, i find sure, really interesting yeah. and really um inspirational like there are a lot of different photos in certain series that have like the trains and it's in the actual station like mm-hmm. it's in the Zoo station so it's it's really cool how it still is um like this film still has such an impact especially in broader culture now that we're i mean i'll be really shocked if there's any other podcast about it I mean, I'm going to post a preview of this on the main feed, but I'll be shocked if I see any other people talking about it. I haven't really... I still haven't seen a lot about it. But there are a few... Do you have any, like, overall thoughts on the film? Like, just your first impression? Like, did you like the story? Yeah. And
1: Yeah, I mean, I always prefer kind of, like... Just, like, I love biographies. I love when it's, like, stories based on, like, true life events. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. so the fact... I find this movie the most shocking mo like story of her like of drugs because it's real because it's like okay transporting and Wrecking for a dream are quite like hardcore but this is different this is way worse because she this these are kids these are really young like thirteen fourteen year old kids using mm-hmm. so that to me is like. Yeah, I mean it's just really shocking, and and I love that you know that she's still like the real like Christie F is alive, mm-hmm. and I yeah I just find the whole thing really fascinating and like really sad too because but, I mean we get into it but yeah she's obviously she's still using drugs yeah she's it's been
0: like, off and on but yeah I think it's she not
1: like is she a... fully recovered you know mm-hmm. and. What we see in the film these are like real kids that died this yeah. is not like nothing was exaggerated if anything they didn't like cover everything that happened um but yeah i i do i did really love this the film um it's just not something i particularly want to own or like watch again because no. it's so it's like really intense and very depressing you know
0: it is on YouTube, thankfully. I'll include the link because it was harsh. I was I was really, editor. like, I when I just randomly popped into my head the other day, I was like, God, what should we do next? And, and then I was like, oh, man, I want to do this movie. And I think I showed you the trailer or something. And I was like, God, I have to find it because it's not, like, rentable anywhere. And if I can't find it, like... I mean, if it's cheap, I'd buy it on DVD and be like, here, just borrow it. Because I want to talk about this movie well, if you have it. I couldn't even watch it.
1: DVDs. I don't have anywhere to watch them, so... Oh, no,
0: I have that little thing you can plug into your computer. Oh, okay. You know that drive? like mm-hmm. the distract i mean i could do that if it was like if that was my only recourse like if it wasn't on youtube but since it is on youtube i can at least link it it's been up there for like a year so i hope if you haven't seen it and it has the subtitles it has the english subtitles which is another thing because it is somewhere else but it doesn't have the subtitles so it's like hmm. yeah i was like oh god i want you to see this movie so thankfully no, it's pretty amazing you yeah it. Thankfully, you yeah
1: definitely share the link. so
0: yeah i definitely will um so thankfully uh yeah you can actually see this movie to see what we're talking about and it's really good for just a one-time watch anyway so um but yeah so this is probably my like second time maybe maybe third but definitely my second time seeing it i mean i haven't seen it since the first time i really saw it um but i do love the fact that uh this is a book which i do want to it's been in my amazon book list for so long but i just it's just in my huge list and now i'm like i kind of want to read this novel or not novel this memoir Uh, Mm -hmm. to find out like what the things they left out because they said that like the beginning they kind of cut out I think more of her upbringing they kind of cut out so I kind of want to know more about that and just different things at the end but yeah it's really interesting too that this was a series on Amazon Prime that came out I believe in like 2021 and I was thinking about starting to watch it after seeing this but now that I see this I was like I don't really need any more <laughs> of this story or these kids and if it's going to be really depressing for, like, eight episodes or ten episodes or whatever. I believe it is German, though. I don't think it's an American... Like, I don't think they're speaking English. I don't That's think. This cool. I but like I'm, that. I'm not I sure. Mean, at least, yeah, I, 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 I let me find out,
1: actually. Like, yeah, like, um... When American, like, directors or whatever, like, they take, you know, like, take on, like other like stories like i don't know english or it's just different i feel like
0: it's definitely true yeah i'm
1: sure it will i actually i'm sure this the series is gonna be really well done you know because it's german and it might it just they just have a different lens you know like the way they portray stories it's just it's just always like european cinema for the most part is like raw do you know what i mean mm-hmm. i feel like when it comes to like Sometimes American, like, like the American take on things is a little bit more like, oh, I can't really, I don't know what the word is. I'm not, like...
0: Sanitized?
1: Yeah, like... Puritanical? You know I mean? It just loses, it loses that, like, etch, if you know what I mean.
0: Like, skins? What a fucking abomination well, never that was. I watched the American
1: version, but you told me that <sighs> it was bad. So yeah. I
0: literally watched, like, ten minutes, I think, <laughs> and I was just like, No. Um, okay. Side note: I'm just trying to like research aside while while we're doing this. But it says that the it's We Children of the Bonoff Zoo. It says that the languages are German, English, and Czech. So I don't know if it is in German, but I think it is. I think the series is in German, but okay. I yeah, I don't know. But yeah, if if anyone is interested, I think they're like young um you know young German actors and stuff. So maybe some people might know some of the actors in it because they're all pretty young. Mm. But um mm-hmm. yeah, but yeah, so they did make a series. And then another addendum is that did you also know that the Gucci Spring Summer 16 campaign was kind of sort of in reference to this?
1: No.
0: Did you but... know that? Um it actually does take place in the same station. Oh, uh, I'll I'll link it and it was I've a big controversy it. at the time because they were like, why are they glamorizing that film? That film is so fucking rough and like awful to glamorize because she was a oh, literal no. child. I remember when that came out and I was like, oh shit, because it's
1: Alessandra Mikhail
0: Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 Well. Well. I'm yeah. Most sure. definitely. I can link.
1: Because yeah,
0: I mean, of course, of I'm gonna, course
1: gonna put it. Gets to, like, um... I'm gonna
0: put it in. Yeah, you know the chat. it's
1: so funny. I actually thought at the time I thought it was like New York or like. Can you see it? Um,
0: I put it in the chat box, so you can.
1: Let me no, but I'm looking at it on my phone.
0: Oh, okay, cool. Yes, yeah, so you can see it. Yeah,
1: but that's awful. Like, it's, it's really awful. literal
0: too. It's not I'm like sure, it's like kind of the same. It's like
1: using the location stuff, but it's like.
0: Obviously, they're dressed. I also, like,
1: don't say that it's inspired by this story because, um, I find it like so ridiculous. And like, these these models are dressed up all like in polished outfits, and like, absolutely, like, don't even mention it. Like, you obviously like the location, but why do you have to make a direct link to the film to the story?
0: That's what. Yeah. See, now this is the thing I didn't know. I didn't know if this was Daily Mail or if this was someone. Like, I think they're quoting, like, a brand and style expert that said that there's a link, but I don't think that Alessandro said there was. I don't think. I don't actually know.
1: Well, I guess maybe they just put things together. They just put them together. She's literally shooting in the same location as the film. using bathrooms. The girl... Has the, the reddish hair. hair. So, like... I just find like a little the sad because as I mentioned before when we talked about his take on Cold Break for like his campaign. It's just mm-hmm. like do you have any imagination on your own? Why do you have to- like seriously, like That's Ian true. knows me so much. It's just like Ugh. It's just like come up with your own concept, you know?
0: Yeah. He does it a lot or he did it a lot. When they're supposed to be the front you know what I mean? Like you're you're really known for creating your own... Or at least the house is really known for creating its own iconic imagery.
1: But it, when you think about, like... And again, I don't want to go on this, like, rant about him. But it's, like, every single campaign, it's a rip-off of some, like... It's not a reference. It's, like, when he did, like, Studio 54 or, like, 70s New York. Mm-hmm. With all those, like, um really cool, like, models dressed in, like... I don't know, like, seventies, Like, disco. Like, like, disco and stuff. Mm-hmm. It's just, like... He is just taking really iconic, uh, I suppose, era or, like, films or and just literally copying that. Mm-hmm. I just find it, like, so, like, dull. It's just, like... I mean, you call yourself a creative director, you just come out with, like, something more original.
0: But he, I guess, money talks and he... What, he made the brand more relevant again. People, so
1: lazy, but... people
0: wear it, and all these young people don't even know exactly the young references, and they think references. it's like, oh, it's the exactly. Gucci campaign, it's like, no, it's from, like, a 40-year-old really depressing story of this real person's life, Yeah, that's being exactly. glamorized into, like, these fancy clothes, and, like, just... Yeah, it's just strange, especially when it's a real person's life. That's what's even more crazy. exactly. It's
1: not like a fi- it's like a fiction. Book yeah, it's anything,
0: not right. Yeah, it's not like a just a total fictionalized story. It's like this is this woman's life that she essentially is like kind of in the depths of because she disappeared from public life a long time ago and admitted that she was still using the last that I heard. So that's like really sad. That
1: and she's fairly young still. Yeah.
0: yeah. I mean, she's what, like, I think her early 60s or, like, late 50s?
1: I think late 50s.
0: Yeah, like, she's not, like, you know, crazy. She's on her, like, 80s now. Um, but, yeah, so that's, that's super depressing. But, yeah, I saw that about the Gucci campaign. I was like, good lord. Oh, she's
1: 61.
0: Oh, okay, 61. Um, yeah, this came out April 2nd, 1981. We can move into... Oh, directed by Uli Adele. I forgot to mention that. We can move on to behind the scenes. Yeah, there's actually quite a lot. Yeah, there is. Yeah, what did you
1: get? So, as we mentioned earlier, like the film doesn't actually, uh, what kind of skips the beginning and and the end of the book and sort of concentrates in like, um, the middle story, I suppose, when she was like, when she started using and like when she was 14. But Mm -hmm. the real life, uh, the real story is that she clearly came from a very troubled, like, background. Like, her dad was never at home. When He he actually saw a lot of prostitutes. He didn't help financially. He used to beat them up. He was quite violent. Mm-hmm. And they really struggled. And at times they didn't... She, she kind of mentions the real Christina, Christian, sorry, mentions that um, there was no food in their house. So she obviously grew up quite, quite depressed, you know?
0: Yeah, she and definitely did.
1: She, around 13, she, like, had a, a, like, a suicide attempt. Mm-hmm. And then, and I think that's where the story kind of begins. Like She's just kind of depressed and kind of bored. And, but yeah, like, the real, the, the real story is that she never really recovered from addiction. And she kind of, like, it's been on and off, and you, you know, using, but I watched like a real, like, interview, like a small interview, like a short interview with her. Oh, cool! And she kind of says, like, she does, she has no regrets, she doesn't actually regret doing drugs, that she's proud of every, like, everything that happened in her life, which is like really that sucks, kind of like shocking to hear. Yeah, she didn't, I mean, she doesn't regret that she ended up being a prostitute in order to like, you know Make money um for your I, drugs. I, but I mean I guess she I mean I'd respect like her point of view. I just find it incredibly shocking that she doesn't regret that at all. And um she just said like how wonderful it feels to like do heroin. Has they, she
0: ever been clean, do you know? Like in the story they said that, you know, at the end she was like, I've been clean for eighteen months, like has she ever she, been clean? She
1: was, but then she kind of collapsed, like, relapsed. Relapsed, and it. And then she's been using her enough, like, you know. Um, For this, this whole time. when she was, like, 38. Oh, and, yeah, wow. And she, she was, like, just, like, it stops all your feelings. Like, you don't think about anything. And just, like, it stops the negative thoughts. It also, like, you feel happy. It's kind of insane, like, the way she put it.
0: Yeah, it's an opioid. I mean, that's why a lot of people ta- who take these, uh, like, pain, a lot of this mm-hmm. oxy and everything, it's, like, the same effect. It's a, it's like heroin, essentially. Yeah. It does the same – it goes to the same part of your brain and, like, makes you dead when you have painkillers. Obviously, it puts you kind of to sleep because you're, mm-hmm. you're usually taking them because you're in Im- immense pain for something. But, yeah, I mean, also I have to say that this film really – watching this again because I like you am really into this like drug cinema or like the stories around stuff just because there's usually like a creative aspect to the way the story's told told yeah. it's just different it's a subculture yada yada so I like these kind of stories and now that I saw this one I was seeing all of the films that we always talk about in the 90s that are so inspired like this was Kids. super inspirational yeah. to Basketball Diaries like yeah. very mm-hmm. much so also, I do like that there's a a female character. We usually always get men. Like Train Spotting, it's men. Um, Basketball We're Diaries, it's for men. A dream,
1: I suppose is like.
0: But yeah, she's but she's like a side character. She's a side character. Yeah, she's not like the main one. It's still Jared Leto basically as the lead with like his mom, his friend, his girlfriend. So it's kind of like centered around that. But I do like that we have a a young woman or a young girl yeah. really who's who's no, like sure. at the head of this yeah but and
1: i find like again like i feel for me as well like I, you, you feel the same way but like stories like this it's like it's not just the drugs it's like i'm really interested by like why is this happening you know mm-hmm. like for example it, in like late late 70s when like a lot of german kids were using it's like they are a product of the times they're a yeah. product of the political like climate and like scarcity and you know like hopelessness trouble. for it's the future all hand, you yeah know what I mean?
0: it's happening so- now there's, like, yeah. ODs fucking everywhere from people doing it. fentanyl. Like, you watch, like, even Euphoria. Now we, like, we always obviously fucking call back to Euphoria. But that's, like, what those kids are doing now. The very beginning of that, that show is Rue being born at 9-11. And she's like, I was born in this fucking crazy-ass world. And, like, all this is all I know. And, oh, obviously, yeah. if you were born then, they're, that's why they're all doing, like, fentanyl and, like, whatever pills they're doing now.
1: Yeah, no, I... Uh, absolutely. And I feel like she mentions it and, like, some other people in the interview that I watch. I mean, it was in German, so, like, the subtitles were so, like, fast. Like, it was hard to, like... Oh, I'd like, to read them and keep up, But also, yeah. they didn't translate it well. It was kind of like... I, this mildly. one wasn't either. I, yeah, yeah. It was like, re- you had to, like, make up what they were actually saying because mm-hmm. the translation wasn't, like, perfect and it was just kind of, like, weird, you know? But, but she did say, and other people in in the in the interview like the real characters like three of
0: them. thanks for listening to the fashion grunge podcast to hear the rest of this episode go check out our patreon it's patreon.com slash fashion grunge and we have 90 episodes up there including complete series recaps of freaks and geeks my so-called life tons of movies and just a ton more content so go check it out as always rate like subscribe please give us five stars on apple podcasts and spotify and thanks bye